Learning to love yourself It is the greatest love of all This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast Season 3, Episode 3 What a time to be alone Okay, Andrew did not inform me that that was going to happen So that was a wild ride But thank you for that beautiful rendition of Whitney's lesser known song the greatest love of all, the sequel. <laughs> Welcome to the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. We're back at it again with episode three of season three. Yep. Andrew, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Did you go on holiday or something? Um, We did two little trips just around the country, which was fun, but uh, nothing too spectacular. But the that. weather was lovely, so you know yeah. you could be anywhere and just have a great time. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. How was your holiday? Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile, my cat Beyonce is being is climbing. She's the a quite a little Tarzan, that one. <laughs> Anywho, how was your holiday? I uh, haven't been yet. I thought you were going with Nick. No. Um, what? In September. Oh. <laughs> but I just came back from Suriname. Yeah. Which wasn't really a holiday, but. It felt like a holiday, anyways. That was nice. Yeah, it was a family family? business. Yeah, Mm. yeah, but it was good. Nice. Felt really like home. That's lovely. It's a weird feeling. I thought it was gonna be very holiday-like, but the second we landed, it was like, hmm, where's that feeling? Yeah. This is a different feeling. Interesting. I know this feeling. Have it's you like, been often? No. No. Seven years huh. ago. Was oh, the last really? Time. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it felt like home. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah. And then my on- uncle and aunt came, mm-hmm. and it was even more like home. It's like, huh? Yeah, home this is, is so where the family weird. is, I guess. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. And I was driving around and doing business and doing things and working from over there, mm-hmm. just sitting behind my laptop. Cool. It's weird. But. I like it. Fun. I saw my old house and it looks really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you did you did you grow up there? I grew up there. Oh, I, grew I didn't up know in that. Suriname. Oh. Yes, until I was 12. Oh, really? Yeah. I was born there and then raised there and then when you were 12 yeah. you came here. Yeah. Oh, cool. I had no idea. Yeah. A little backstory for little Andy backstory. there. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you're back. So in September, you're going to do the road trip. Yeah, to Norway. Yes. So interesting segue into our 30-day challenge segment. My 30-day challenge. So in the previous podcast, we talked about our 30-day challenge, and there was a couple of different things going on. Uh, First of all, we sort of got into it about failing and then there was yeah. this whole thing where we decided to go fail every day. I failed a bunch like over the summer in a bunch of different things. I did pass the wine course that I was talking about during the, during the podcast in the previous episode. Yeah, I deserve high a five. high five. I demand the highest of fives because if you look at my little uh, certificate over there, if oh, wow. you slide Vincent's one to the side, I passed with distinction, which was the highest level possible. That oh, is yeah. so cool. And you were so um, not confident about I know. your... I know. I was that shitty kid in class 
who when there was a test was oh i did terrible i did terrible and then they aced it no. that was me i was a shitty kid in my wine course but it was because i was failing spectacularly during the classes in terms of wine tasting and stuff that i actually managed to nail it during the interview during the exam oh wow yeah what have we learned failing leads to success <laughs> yay oh great yeah so so you failed when you were um given the time to fail exactly and so when it was time to shine the bitch shined, shined. Ah, Sh- so. shown shown that's a great <laughs> takeaway right yeah so and then there was the other thing for me was using the pomodoro technique which i did mm-hmm. uh i did the final final touches on the book uh, I wrote a couple of articles. Uh, I did stuff at work with the Pomodoro techniques. So that was all great. And yours was that you were going to post a holiday picture every day, but you're not. You haven't been on holiday, so clearly no. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Actually, the thing is, I tried to to post pictures uh-huh. when I was in Suriname, and I started off pretty well, but then some something happened. I don't know. It, it was like it fizzled mm, out. It's it's just. Not all that beautiful, <laughs> but it's very interesting. It's it, there are very nice sites, and yeah. when I saw something awesome, I did post it. Yeah, but then later it was like, nah. Nah. It's my personal account. I don't want to bother bore people with with. Is it the and is it the andrewchin.co one or is yeah. it the other one? Yeah. Honey, there were only two pictures from Suriname on there. I checked. True, but. If I would, if I were to put one every day, that would be like a little much, don't you think? No, of course not. I don't know. I don't know. It's. Are you, you gonna know? do it for Norway though? Are you gonna try? Or do you the, not really want to? Is the there, thing, is there the, resistance? Do there you is have to a slay lot of the resistance. dragon. Oh, there is a lot okay, of resistance, okay, okay. especially with my personal account. That doesn't really mean anything. But maybe but, I want a new one where there's oh. nobody there. And I can just that makes no sense. <laughs> this makes zero of the sense. <laughs> I don't know what a personal account is supposed to be like. No, same. I just I don't know. I just put funny stuff on mine and just hope it works. Yeah, I I try to be like um, really delicate and considerate with mm-hmm. my personal accounts. Like you know. I know. Pe- I don't. I don't want to overwhelm people. I don't. There I don't. I d- yeah. I don't want to do the three posts a day thing because you know no. I'm just like okay, this is not really my scene. I don't really want to do that. But I do want to you know show something beautiful or funny yeah. or fun. Um, and I know that people like to see like little glimpses of mm-hmm. each other's lives. So I try to do that. But I'm not the type of person that really does three posts a day and it's a whole thing. No, because I think there are but like two different... But one post a day is fine, Andrew. They're... With the algorithm, no one's going to see it anyway. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? Yeah, that's true. But there is this thing, there's a distinction between a, a personal account mm-hmm. and a professional account. True. Like, a professional account, people follow that because they expect a certain... Yeah, sure. certain consistency of something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I... I subscribe to this because yeah, I sure. want to see I, yeah. a picture of this all every day. That, but that when would people be nice. subscribe but to your personal account, they want to see your person and your personal life a li- at least a little bit. Yeah, at least enough to follow. Yeah, so that's why I give them what I feel is right. Yeah, okay. Not well, so I it, it's Well, I could never fault you for that because that I feel that that's a great way to use social media. Like you have to decide what you want to do with that. Yeah, so I, the moment it feels like forced yeah. or the moment it feels like um 
too much. Yeah, sure. I I will not do it. Okay. Because it's like. Mm. So what do you want to do? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to have a a a, a professional. Um, okay. Maybe like the the work life studio one. Yeah. Who is not being filled at all? Meanwhile, Meanwhile. cats are fighting in the tower of Katniss. Beyonce, I'm gonna need you to calm down. <laughs> Just go take a nap or whatever. Jeez. Yeah. It's really funny though. Beyonce is a little bit in love with Andrew because every time Andrew comes over, she just sniffs around him for a, <laughs> such a long time. So she's showing off right now her catty. Yeah, she's she, she, she's trying to get cattiness. your attention. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'm fierce. Yeah, I'm fierce. Look at me being fierce. I'm dominant and fierce. Kira, watch out. She's on the prowl. She's going to blindside you, yeah, Kira. All right. Anywho. <laughs> So there's no clear 30-day challenge for now, it seems. You know what? I'm going to pass on the 30-day challenge this this yeah. this time. Well, that makes sense. And I will come back. I I promise. Next episode. I, I'm, I'm kind of done with failing the 30-day challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetheart. <laughs> I feel the same way, though, because it's uh, it's something... It makes me feel so bad about myself. And I myself. know, like the 30-day the, the <laughs> challenge, because the moment that you, you for, for, the moment you forget, and you forget all the time, because there, yeah. I know there's more to life than remembering the fact that you have a 30-day challenge. So then every time it's been a couple of days, you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't do it. And then you feel so incompetent. Yeah. Um, it is a great way to sort of like kickstart some changes. Mm -hmm. But there, the, the problem I find with uh, 30-day challenges is more, there are some things, there are some habits that you want to change, yeah. but that you don't want to do daily. And there isn't really a clear path to fix that yeah. in the same way that there's a 30-day challenge for the, I don't know, you want to floss every day uh -huh. or you want to, uh, I don't know, uh, drink a gallon of water or, th or three every day. I don't know how much a gallon is, so I'm just <laughs> spitballing here. Um, so there's like there, there's a little gap there where I'm just like, okay, but how, I know how, just have to do it and sort yeah. of monitor it and that's fine. But I find myself wanting to do things, but not wanting to do them daily. Okay. So I'm kind of like finding a way more towards those types of changes it's i think it's 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 weird that it's so hard to do this because it's like a proven method mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be that hard um, when you decide you're gonna do something it should it shouldn't be this hard to to just keep doing these things 30 days. <laughs> well, there's two options. Number it's like one, a challenge. It's, it's, yeah. it's supposed to be a challenge and it's supposed to be it's, fun it's and true. awesome and like, lit. look, I did it. Yeah. I feel like the, 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 there's a couple of different, there's a couple of different ways we can explain this. First of all, we get distracted quite easily and we have busy lives. So it's easy to sort of lose track of it. That's yeah, one. Like Number two is we do it so often because we kind of do it every month for the podcast that mm -hmm. we're just sort of like oversaturated. Like we we are now, and that's kind of two and three together. We're kind of now doing things that we don't really care about anymore. You know what I mean? We're just sort of picking things that are just like, oh yeah, that would be nice. But we're not really that emotionally or mentally invested in an actual change. Could be, yeah. At least that's the way it mm -hmm. is for me because mm -hmm. I'm just like, well, I'll try. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And that sounds that sounds like not a challenge. Exactly. Like that that, that's just that's a half-assed attempt uh -huh. to sort of do something. But <laughs> if you don't really do it, it's fine. Yeah, but take the drawing mm -hmm. challenge, for example. Yeah. 
that is a real thing that yeah. I really want yeah. in my life and yeah. still haven't done it. And um, actually, all the challenges that I <laughs> imagined for myself were really, really mm-hmm. good you challenges. Want, yeah, they, you they would to do be them. really good for yeah. my life yeah. if I uh, stuck to them. But you know what I think? I think 30 days is too little time. And 30 days, um, if you really want a big change and if you really want something that you believe will really benefit your life, you gotta, I think that for an actual habit to change, mm-hmm. you need so much more time. Yeah, but why Why did I not even fill the 30 days? I don't know, because you're... There's more to this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just hard to get into it or it's, uh, you know, the, the process of a habit change is super difficult, especially if that's like, like if you're an, a night person, which I know you are, it's super hard to change it to being a morning person. It can be done, but it is difficult. So it's, I think it takes a lot of mental energy that you are also trying to spend on your work, on your personal life, on a lot of different things. And trying to discover who I am. And trying to discover who you are. Yeah. yeah. Which is like taking most of the time (laughs) is it yeah (laughs) it's like a daily process that's like really hard yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's the worst really i didn't think that you were having like an existential process going on really yeah because you always seem so centered oh yeah but i'm centered in this process ah see that's the key (laughs) (laughs) i'm Uh, completely okay with it yeah it's starting to you know It's becoming a thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. Have you talked to someone about that? I want to. Yeah. Could you, you could try a coach or, or anything yeah, like that sort of yeah, to help yeah. you on your way. Yeah. Sometimes it's... Um, sometimes we get so stuck in it that, we're, that we need an outside perspective. Not in all cases. In a lot of... There's also different cases where you just need to introspect your way out of it. But sometimes if, if it's been going on for a very long time, it might be helpful to get an outside source. And yeah. especially someone who's not emotionally invested in you. Because the moment you ask your mom, the oh, moment yeah. you ask your sister, oh, no, the moment yeah. you ask your best friend, they have this version of you in their head and they love that version and they think you're the hot shit, but they are biased mm-hmm. and not necessarily in the way that they really see who you are. Yeah. Definitely. Wow, would you look at that? Sidetracked all the way. <laughs> Anywho. Do you want to move on? Yeah. Let's just park the 30-day challenges for now. We're going to take this time and sort of figure out what we want to do with this. Yeah. Yeah? All right. Then it's time for... The book. The book. The book of the month. So today we are reviewing What a Time to Be Alone, The Slumflower's Guide to Why You're Already Enough by Chidera Egeru. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I... I think I am. Um, so uh, Chidera is the slum flower on the interwebs. And I've been following her for quite some time. And the reason that I know her is because she has some really epic Twitter threads oh, really? on personal relationships, on self-love, self-care, but especially manipulation and um, dysfunctional relationships and why mm. your self-worth is super, super important and why you need to block and delete whatever is not working for you. Um, what you might also know her from is the hashtag Saggy Boobs Matter. Saggy Boobs Matter. It became a whole thing picked up by like international, like all over the place from, from, from 
uh, the United Kingdom, but also the US, in China, yeah. in the Netherlands. It was everywhere. She was just like, saggy boobs are fine. And she started like wearing stuff where you could see that her boobs are saggy, but it's beautiful and it's fine. And she's just a very body positive type of person. And it went all over the place. She has a lot of like online followers. She's doing really well for herself. And she has now written her first book, What a Time to Be Alone. Awesome. Yes. So I love the slum flower. I have for quite a while. I didn't know because I was doing my research on her for the podcast. Bitch is only 23. Yeah. I was like, wow, I wish I was that together at 23. <laughs> I'm not even that together at 30, to be fair. She's very together and She's very woke so woke she's the perfect combination of woke and um sassy like Uh all uh over you know what i mean so she's whatever she says you can use whatever you do whoever you are but there's also a side of her that i feel is very uh, empowering to women of color and to Uh the marginalized and i love that so much about her did you see her tedx talk you know i haven't yet did you i did yeah uh, in preparation for this podcast and I, she made me really like her. Right? She is so likable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at first, when I was reading the book, mm-hmm. I didn't really know mm-hmm. um, all of all about her. No, you didn't so really know her deal. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, why are you telling me this? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who are I, need, you to- <laughs> I, I need to be invested in this and I have yeah. no context. Uh-huh. <laughs> because she's re- very uh, like, you need to do this or yeah. repeat after me. Mm-hmm. This is fact. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so let me Who just, died and made you queen? Let, let, me, let me just <laughs> see who you are. Then. Sure. So then I just checked uh, mm-hmm. all her stuff stuff and the TEDx talk yeah and and the fact that she is so together and that her message is very 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 good it's Mm -hmm. like okay yeah you're okay yeah Yeah. you're okay you're You're awesome I'm on board let's go yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so I pre-ordered this book the second I heard that she had made it. So I have the hard copy version. It's a beautiful book with a lot of super, super cool art on the inside. And she has made this entire thing. Yeah, she did I'm the very art impressed. herself. Yeah, she did yeah. everything herself. And the book consists of uh, three parts. The first part is about you, how to celebrate you. So it's very much focused on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Second part is not worry about them. So it's basically about other people and when and when uh, when you should and when you shouldn't sort of be invested in other people and what they do and what they say. And the last one is the togetherness of us. So that's mm-hmm. where she basically combines the two into uh, interpersonal relationships and the pros and the cons and what you should look out for there's this entire thing which is also a twitter thread that i'll link in the show notes about uh mixed signals oh yeah mixed signals are just yeah. a sign to a pre a pre-sign to mani- no. manipulation <laughs> exactly um and um what i also l- really really liked was the igbo proverbs in the book oh yeah so uh, her heritage is nigerian oh shit. nigerian yeah nigerian okay um and she has taken uh proverbs that her mother always told her and she put them in the book with translations and then explained them and it was just for me i also feel like this is one of the reasons that we need more uh different women of color people of color True, to write yes, books like this because yes. if you look at like if you look at self-help there's a lot of white folk uh-huh. and they're like in the same with literature even 
there should be more color and there should be more voices because this is this is interesting stuff and this is something that you can learn from. So I feel like this is also something that's really um, broadening everyone's perspective and like bringing more than just a good book on how uh, you should care for yourself and take up your own position in the world towards others and towards in your relationships. Yeah. So it's it's a bit more than the, than just that. I feel. Okay. Yeah. I and I, the proverbs are really good. I love the proverbs. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to put this on the. Yeah. Program. Sorry. Yeah. I'm putting the the book on the cables and then everything. Then I'm gonna have the high pitched voice again, yeah. aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> the American saleswoman voice. Jeez. So if you want to check out uh, Shadira, you can check out her, her Twitter. But there's also a really, really amazing interview on Vogue, uh, in Vogue on the, the website. I'll link that in show notes too. Yeah. It's a very profound interview. It's very good. And I, I, I like her uh, video content. The, yeah. The, so where she is being interviewed. And I love her Instagram people. stories. Yeah. I watch yeah. them all the time. Yeah, she's <laughs> really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what I... There's like this, this fun combination for... Um, she has, the, she has these Instagram stories where she's very much like talking to you and she's very direct and she's really looking into your eyes and telling you important things about your relationship with yourself mm. and about your um, about life and beauty and all of that. And then there's also these Instagram stories where she's hella fierce and she's hella sexy and she's whipping her hair. But that's and an she's amazing dancing, combination, And it's isn't just it? so good. It's it, just perfect. I love it. Yeah. Also in her TED Talk, in, and mm-hmm. she's like, you're fine the way you are. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine. But don't you like my shoes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Like, this, 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 is, this is so real. Yeah. This is awesome. It's exactly. Like, and, and, and that is a, I, you can't get around that this is good. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's very authentic. I'm sorry. If, Chidera, if you're listening, I'm sorry for kissing your ass so much. This must be tiring to you. But um, there's, this, there's this other thing about her that I find really interesting and inspiring. There's a lot of people online that give her shit. Because everyone online gets shit on for whatever reason. There's a, you can always find a reason to shit on someone online. Sure. And she replies to them. But she replies to them in a very loving and open and not taking it personal type of way. But you know what's interesting about that is that to me it feels genuine. And usually when people do that, I'm just like, yeah, but you're salty on the inside. Mm. You don't like this. You're just lashing out, but you're trying to do it in the enlightened way. But when I see her do it, I'm like, bitch, you actually mean this, don't you? I think she actually believes. Yeah. And I find that so cool. I'm just like, you're you're not playing. This is really how you feel when someone is being mean to you. You're just like, you know what? I thought you were beautiful. There was this one example where where a girl had seen her uh, and that girl tweeted something like, Ew, I saw that girl from... I saw the slum flower or something on the street. Ew, her boobs or something like that. And she replied, I saw you too. You were beautiful. Um, I hope you have a lovely day. Something like that. But like, it felt like she really genuinely meant mm. that. She was just like, you know what? That's your thing. I'm just going to say how I felt about it. And I'm just going to leave you on your merry way. And I just thought like, man... That is that must be so nice if you can actually be that secure in yourself. And sure, she probably has bad days too. But to to say something like that to someone who who was mean to you, I find that very cool. Yeah, because um, I can't do that. When when you preach mm-hmm. that when somebody is mean to you, it's most mostly a reflection of how they feel inside. Sure. Then you have no choice but to know that and mm-hmm. to to. Do not take it personal. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's a very good theory. But for me, if someone says something mean about me, then my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the, I can ra- I can like rationalize it in the sense of that I know that you wouldn't say that or I don't know cuss me out or say something really awful about me if you're super happy because sorry super happy people are not like bullying other people on Twitter but still it would hurt my feelings yeah because but they chose not- me to say something mean about you know true, what I mean true, true. Yeah. of course that's yeah. that's the auto response mm, yeah but her auto response has been altered mm. she changed that that's true she See, completely that's what I mean. automated yeah her whole uh what she accepts and yeah. what how she sees herself yeah she it's really like when walks you talk. see yeah. yourself like i know i'm flawed yeah i know this it's fine yeah i know yeah. this yes my boobs are saggy yeah it's fine i've accepted yeah. it yeah Totally. I'm a glorious human being, whatever you say. And when you say something mean about it, Mm. yeah, it's not going to hurt me uh, anymore. No. Yeah. Like maybe 1% or Mm -hmm. 2 or 3. But... No, but yeah, but I find that so (laughs) inspiring that you can be that secure in yourself that it doesn't... Like that you can actually exude that love. Yeah. Even when someone hurts you or tries to hurt you. This is what I love about her... um, from listening to yeah. her is that she also has some type of podcast i've listened oh, to one man. episode and there's this really cool music okay. too um, but i'm I, 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 I haven't checked it out for a while i'll try to link it down below as good well. idea good idea let's link it below you're making show notes yes, as we speak that's so cool that's so efficient of you yeah because <laughs> i haven't made the ones from the episode two yet so i'm trying to you know not to repeat my past mistakes, and I'm doing something that future me is gonna thank me for. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. It's like this is what doctors do these days, right? When you sit with the doctor, mm-hmm. doctor will always be typing in his computer. It's, it's like, true, so they don't forget dude, anything. Yeah, dude, what are you doing? But yeah. it's actually it's actually pretty efficient. It's pretty efficient, yeah. but it feels kind of it, it feels it impersonal. Could, it could feel kind of yeah. cold that yeah. he's just typing yeah. all kinds of stuff about you yeah. in the computer but you know why end, why do it later exactly I mean, in the end it's probably there's probably more accurate information in yeah. when you do it in the moment than yeah. when you do it after yeah. which i'm always proof to myself when i'm thinking of the show notes like three weeks after i'm just like <laughs> fuck i don't remember anything yeah anyway so andrew can you tell me something about your favorite parts of the book um let me see let me see let me see um yeah oh great <laughs> go to nando's alone that's, that's so, like yes that's so typically you to pick yes. that one uh-huh uh yes that's that is the one and um <laughs> and we already talked about this but the psyche boobs matter thing mm-hmm. um it, it it let's see See, if, the, uh, if I had seen women with saggy boobs being glorified for their bodies, I wouldn't have had a complex mm-hmm. as a teenager. That is why representation is important. Yeah. So I true. I love that. Yeah. But maybe that's not even in the book. <laughs> maybe that's something that she wrote in like an interview or yeah. said somewhere. But it's... it's um, um, she is a she. She definitely preaches the 
the representation yeah. because it's so important that we exactly. see all these different shapes and sizes and colors yeah um because there's still too little of that and um it's easy to just look at commercials and f- movies and, mm-hmm. and, and and protagonists uh if they're the norm and you're the norm yeah but if you're not norm and you only see a certain image that you are not you cannot help but feel like yeah, but where where is my hero exactly. where is my yeah. girl where is my body i love that yeah. part about representation yeah how about you what do you what is your favorite part well there's a couple of different things i um um a lot of what she says resonates with me that's it has always been that way there's a lot of twitter stuff that i favorite and i that i that i retweet from her um but some new things that I found in the book were, for example, at one point she says, where there is peace, let it rain. And I feel like a lot of this book for me is about relationships. The book is about the relationship you have with yourself first and foremost. Yeah. But there's also a lot of um, really interesting things about your relationships with others in that book. And when she says, where there is peace, let it rain, is sort of about the ex that you cannot let go of and that you always check out on still on social media or the 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 girl you love to hate that you see on the internet or the coworker that you I don't know have a sort of like weird tension with and it's very human to sort of lock onto that and stay there so the tension that you feel in that unresolved relationship in that ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend in uh, the former friend it's easy to lock onto that tension and keep feeding it so if you're not like especially with social media you can look each other up you can do whatever um it's very easy to to keep on uh creating that tension Mm -hmm. but if there is peace so if the ex-boyfriend no longer texts you if the coworker is in a different office, if you haven't talked to that person for such a long time, if there is peace, let it rain. Don't look them up. Don't start a new yeah, thing with that coworker yeah. in a meeting. Don't feed the narcissist, narcissist boss. If there is peace, let it rain. Even if there are loose ends? Even, especially <laughs> if there are loose ends. Because it's an illusion to think that you can... In, there are cases where you will always have loose ends. Yeah. There are cases where there is no closure. Yeah. You have to create your own closure. And I feel like oh, yeah, the slum flower is just like challenge. your relationship with that person. There's so much that's going on inside of you. Keep it there. Okay. Do not lock in the other person because it only creates more. And there's a couple of different sentences that she says that sort of get that message across for me. Um especially with the mixed message, uh, uh, the mixed signals thread that she also has included in the book. Um, Mixed signals are not mixed signals. Mixed signals are, I want to play around with you and I want to create more tension and I want to feed this weird dysfunctional thing. It's not, I love you, but I'm insecure. It's not, I want to be your friend, but I have all my own issues. Mixed signals are a prelude to manipulation and it does not create something worthwhile or functional. And therefore, you can decide, make signals are not for me. I want in or out, Mm -hmm. and this is out. And there's, I feel like we put up with a lot of each other's shit, especially in romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. And she sets boundaries that I feel should people know, more people should know these boundaries and should live by them. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this book is really good for. Um, 
she says, you know what, if that person take, takes up emotional space in your mind or like uh, takes up, you're going to think about them or um, you don't need to be the bigger person. You can block them. You can delete them. You can decide never to talk to them again if that is what you decide. You can say, I forgive you, but I've changed my mind about you. And I find that is very, um, it's a very refreshing thing compared to the, I'm cool. I don't, I don't care about anything. I'm, you know, easy yeah. breezy, yeah. nothing matters, yeah. whatever. The, the, the sort of like that type of vibe that we kind of expect and that we feel is the best way to handle things. No, you can say, I thought this was bullshit. I'm angry with you. I'm hurt by you. I do not want to engage with you anymore. I'm too cool for this. Mm -hmm. I'm too awesome for this. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would actually be super healthy if we started doing that more. I hope it's possible. Yeah. I feel like it's possible in a lot of cases, but maybe not all. Especially if you're really locked into something fucked up, then <laughs> maybe not so much. But what if it, you, like, it is possible for you mm -hmm. just to, to say, okay, fuck it. Yeah. Or You are the key. Block it. But then, Feel free to but, leave. But then it starts to follow you again. Well, you And you can set boundaries and you can say no. Or it, it you um, see it. Like you meet it at a party mm -hmm. again. Yeah. It's like who invited you? Yeah, and you, what happens? Yeah, there's obviously no. You cannot stop the emotional response, but you can. You can always decide what to do at that moment. Mm -hmm. You are still in control. That's something that Shadira also says. Fun. What, whatever happens, you do not have to slip into a victim mentality. You are always. Whatever happens outside of your control, you are still in control of you. This girl is so woke. So wise, so, so woke. So wise, so young. I know, 23, <laughs> Jesus. Ow. So you can always decide in that moment, if you see that person at the party, mm -hmm. walk away. And go to Nando's. Go to Nando's by yourself. <laughs> Just sit there, enjoy your own company because it's the best company you'll ever have. <laughs> that hot sauce. I've never been it's to Nando's, so I have no idea. <laughs> have you been to Nando's? <laughs> yeah yeah mm -hmm. cool i need to go there the next time i'm in london so i just can relate to what everyone's yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about so um and there's this other part that i really liked too um take as long as you need to get over it when it comes to healing take as long as you need to get over it because we, there's these two things that are going on whenever it comes to relationships that didn't work out first is um you have to act cool like you don't give a shit and that you're over it immediately that's one. Mm -hmm. And two, shit, I forgot my third thought. Oh, and two, you have to forgive because that's enlightened and inspiring. And you have to be a beautiful flower of calm and tranquility. Mm. And how, whenever people do you wrong, you have to wish them love and light and let them all go off into the sunset. Well, fuck that. <laughs> if I'm angry with you and I'm still angry, I'm just going to be angry because that's a part of the healing process. Okay. And if I've forgiven you, but I still don't want you in my life, then that's allowed too. So she's just like, whatever you need, however long you need, when it comes to healing, there is no timeline. There's no time limit. Do whatever you need to do. Take all the time you need. Yeah. Is there something you didn't like? Um, not really. 
because a friend of mine um uh, a friend of mine bought the book too and he texted me and he was just like you're gonna read the book really quick because it's not like there's also a lot of art and stuff so i was kind of prepared to sort of read like a pamphlet to sort mm-hmm. of just have a lot of like pictures and 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 quotes and uh, yeah. not not a lot of content but i didn't feel that way at all when i was reading it i really felt like i was reading a book and there was Plenty really? of plenty of content, even with the art and even with the quotes and even with the proverbs. So I didn't mind that at all. You was it, there it, anything it, you? No, it, it was a little um, pamphlety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it's maybe it was because he sort of like he talked it down oh, in that yeah, sense yeah. so much that I was just like, oh, this is fine for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course, there could have been more content, but that's just because I love reading more of her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure mm-hmm. what I, my opinion is about it. Okay. Because I do like the artwork. I, yeah. I I think it's refreshing to especially, see a, yeah. a nice, uh, yeah. especially when she did it herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, it was a little distracting. I, I don't okay. want to be like this guy, but uh, oh, it it, it was yeah. a little like, oh, but what does this mean? Mm-hmm. What does it mean that this text is like uh, this way? Or what does it mean that? All See, these. I'm not deep enough for that. I just thought, oh, pretty. Oh, next page. Text, <laughs> great. Let's go. <laughs> so it took it took me a while sure. just to get through it mm-hmm. because I was first looking at the art oh. and then started reading. Okay. And then I was trying to link the two together. It's yeah. Like, like, why did she make these lines like mm-hmm. here? Why is it yellow? Like, <laughs> you know, <it's> like <laughs> I see. But it's not a problem. No, it's but a, I understand what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So. You were kind of overthinking it. Maybe I was thinking like, what if I wrote a book? Mm-hmm. Would I do it this way? Yeah. Or is this too much? Okay. That's, yeah, that's maybe know. the thought that was yeah. going through my mind. So. Okay. There was this part about a peeing chicken. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what? That took me a long time to wrap my brain around. I was just like, okay, where is this going? Because there's this quote where... Um, Peeing isn't hard, but a chicken can. But a chicken cannot pee, so it is hard for the chicken. And then it was explained like um, a chicken is physically unable to pee, so yeah. therefore peeing for the chicken will always always be hard. And then she applied it to people in the sense that and it's if, like, yeah. So when next time you pee, think yeah, about how it was. There, there was a message, but I, it was just sort of. It was a little bit too hard for me to, to really wrap my mind around. I understood kind of like if it's something that you cannot do and other people are doing it, it's easy for them and not for you. But it was just a little bit too far out, I yeah, feel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, and there, there's this, I don't know, but I don't want to, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be this guy. But there was this part where it said, repeat after me. I do not owe anybody pretty. Mm-hmm. Whichever state I choose to show up in will always be enough. That you were sh- like, bitch, not where you're going to model. That is, of course, mm-hmm. valuable information. Sure. That yeah. is true. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Some, in a way. <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought it was a kind of level one sort mm. of thing to say. It's like... I feel... This is all. Uh, this is all presumption, obviously. But I, this might also be a thing where it's just like, there's a lot of people who find this book who don't know her. So mm. those people are all at level one. Okay. So I, I feel like that she would need a couple of level one st- stuff in there to because she also has all the advanced level shit in there uh-huh, too. Uh-huh. At least that's that's how I could explain it. 
good because I kind good, of like yeah. I, I read those quotes I'm just like yeah yeah cool and I, I go for the content <laughs> yeah, I go yeah, more yeah, towards yeah, yeah. the actual like the parts where she uh, goes more into detail and where she's actually like explaining a lot I like the text over the, the quotes and the and okay. things yeah yeah because um of course you don't owe anyone yeah it's, no, it's, sometimes yeah. i'm like yeah of course yeah but, but you, is it handy no you gotta remember you have read so much yeah that's true, stuff, that's and true. this is something that you've been working on and, and doing things with like for as long as you can remember yeah other people might not be there that's you know that's, and it's not to say that you're like true. super enlightened but this is level is one not? stuff well you are enlightened <laughs> but i'm not gonna say that on the podcast i mean we gotta stay humble you know yeah we gotta yeah. stay humble but that was also interesting because she ends the book with you won't be the it thing forever and i thought Ooh, it was yeah, a, it's a, it was a really interesting part because that's something that i always say to friends of mine who are really like into the gram and who are really into mm-hmm. followers and likes and and things this shit doesn't actually buy you anything no. it's fun and it's fine and it's normal that you like to be liked even if it's just facebook likes twitter likes or whatever but in the end, it can all, like, Twitter can be deleted, Instagram can fall down, and everything that you have worked so hard for or accumulated won't actually mean anything in the real world. So it's very healthy to not focus on being the it thing. Yeah. Just just being the it thing. It, it, it won't say on your tombstone, exactly. she had 60,000 followers. Exactly. Unless you... Unless you order it, yeah. Unless yourself. you order it yourself, but that would be pretty fucking sad. So not not like was a loving sister, mother, uh, um, humanitarian volunteer, teacher. No, I had sixty k followers. Bam, mic drop. That's just sad. That's just sad. But I thought it was a very good way to end the book. Yeah. To remind people that however fun and validating it can be to be on the internet, in the end, it's not going to save you. No. And it's not going to be the be all end all of your life. No. Yeah. So deep. Anywho, would we recommend the book? Would you? Yes. Okay. Especially for girls. Um who find a lot of validation in their relationships, whether it's with boyfriends or girlfriends or regular friends. Um, Oh my God, yes. I I completely forgot that, yeah. Yeah. It's it's still a thing. Mm -hmm. So People still don't go Mm -hmm. to the movies alone. I know. That is the weirdest thing. I was going to have breakfast with a friend, like around the corner, and I came up there and she had been there for 10 minutes and she refused to sit down there by herself to wait for me. She was waiting by her car she because she was too afraid to sit down somewhere on her own. Isn't that sad? I was just like, I can't relate. I Me neither. I, I just sit down, I smile to the waitress, I ask for a cup of coffee and I say thank you and I just sit there and enjoy my moment. Yeah. I, 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 and I wish that for everyone because it's, it's nice. You just sit there and it, nobody's judging you everyone is going about their merry way nobody cares i love going to the movies by myself <laughs> I, I i will i will say this i i will not date you if you if you can't, if be, you alone. can't be alone mm. that's i feel that's like, like that's a healthy. red flag for me yeah definitely like, 
I'm yeah, if you're not comfortable not being even. by yourself, how can you be comfortable oh, with yeah. me? So yeah. I, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. It means um, you're going to give me shit. If yeah, because I'm you're going to attach. You're going to, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So this is a good book if that's something that you struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be perfect. If Like it's very reasonable to want to be with people and to want validation from other people. But you also got to work on that thing inside of you. Oh, yeah. And then this book can really help you see what you are uh, accepting in your personal life that maybe you shouldn't accept Mm -hmm. and the things that are going on that actually don't really make you feel good or that are bringing you into a toxic space. Yeah. So, yes. Also feel like this book is part of a bigger trend Mm -hmm. of acceptance books. Isn't your book also kind of like, dude, you're okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's like the the main thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, can, like, my book is basically, you can do a lot of fun shit with self-help. And if you want to better yourself and improve yourself and develop, honey, by all means, go out and yeah. get it, get all of it. But, but in the meantime, have a good time, love yourself, be okay with who you are, yeah. and just don't take everything so seriously. That's a great message. By it me. really is. And especially because... Uh, especially women are being told how to be a woman and how to be uh-huh, a person all uh-huh, the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be a lot more books that are just like, are you 300 pounds and you're happy? Fine. You yeah. you do you. Are you living a very peculiar life? You know, that's perfect. You don't have to do the standard thing. Enjoy. There should be a lot more freedom in that sense. Yeah. And books like this, especially because this is also a book that like sort of paves the way i feel like this is just this is a good trend i like it yeah same the trend yeah yeah for (laughs) we've done a few of these right Mm, like you do you is also one of them yeah yeah yeah. and at first i thought it wasn't gonna be for me Mm -hmm. like i do me yeah exactly because you were like yeah "Yeah, i understand this i'm already doing but it's nice to talk about it exactly it's nice to 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 um, because you still might have hang-ups that you haven't realized yes of course but then you read and just like yeah i do feel that way sometimes and it sort of like does bring you further and it makes me feel even better exactly yeah about how i am and because in the i feel like ultimately doing you is what will bring you the most happiness yes However, out there it might seem to other people, because there's people that I talk to who are just like, why are you on the internet? Like, what is this thing with the self-help? Um, okay, why are you so obsessed with your cat? And I'm just like, why are you obsessed with drag queens? I'm just like, because it really makes me happy. Yeah. Like, that is part <laughs> of my in, like my internal yeah. mechanism. So I'm just going to go with it. And, you know, you don't have to agree. You don't even have to like it. You don't have to go with me to the drag show. But you're going to ha- let me have this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yay! So go buy Chidera's book. Woo! Pop culture pleasure. All right, let's go towards our pop culture pleasures. I have pop culture rants, I think. Go ahead. Okay. So I went to see Jurassic World. Something. Colon. Fallen Kingdom. Okay. <sighs> I cannot talk about this movie without my blood pressure rising (laughs) because you got to understand something about me. I love Jurassic Park. I watch that movie like once every six months. Like the the, The 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 first one. The very first one. I think it's amazing. I recently watched it. It is so good. It still holds up. It's amazing. I also love Jurassic World. 
of course it's like bah, all mm -hmm. over the place and very like like exaggerated but it's a good movie it's like spectacular the characters are well fleshed out um there's a couple of like sort of misogynistic themes and it's sort of like oh you woman you uh, put your career in front of children uh, having children and your sister has had children and now you're trying to rescue your cousins and it's a whole thing and so that's kind of like eh but other <laughs> than that the movie is really good the dinosaurs are perfect and awesome and the indominus rex is so cool <laughs> so i love that movie so much that movie i watch every like every ish year i try to watch it at least once a year i was so pumped about going to see jurassic world fallen kingdom mm -hmm. while we were watching from the first moment i could predict every single fucking thing that happened no so that was a bummer um i didn't have that with jurassic world one i might add second i do not know what happened to the characters because they were suddenly so flat so empty i love chris pratt he is so charismatic yeah. and funny and beautiful and just lovely he was just action man really yeah it was so boring he had no personality anymore it was just he wasn't making jokes no it huh? was just so uh, it was just uh, flatline wow so that was so he stupid. chris pratt wasn't chris pratt no chris pratt was un chris prattified wow and finally the apex predator like new villain baddie dino was bullshit <laughs> like absolute fucking bullshit it was the indominus rex was an actually really good predator and it was very scary and yeah. it was and, and this was just like oh it's the best predator ever made and it's a combination between that dino and that dino and it's perfect and it can do this was it a do real that. dino no it was a never existed no <gasps> no but the indominus rex never existed either the Indomin Indominus Rex was made of like a bunch of different shit too oh so it's like it was the Indominus genetic genetic uh it was a combination of the Indominus Rex and I feel, uh, I think, Raptor. Sorry for the spoilers. It was the shittiest predator of all time. <laughs> At one point, they were all in like this big hall and they, like Chris Pratt and the woman and uh, Bryce Ellis Howard and, and someone else, they were sitting hidden behind like a wooden thing. The dino was on top trying to sniff them out and it could not detect them. That is bullshit. Bullshit. It was totally bullshit. <laughs> this is a bad dino. <laughs> so it was it, like, it's a, it's a, a fun movie. A lot happens. So you, you can sort of like, there's a lot of things. Is it a kid's movie? Yeah, I don't know. It's who sort it of for? like in between. I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's just People mm. who like Transformers. Yeah. You know what? Ugh. Actually, that might have it's been like the a demographic. Bay, uh, yeah, it was thing. very Michael Bay. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. So, like, during it was a kind of okay, but, like, then afterwards, me and Vincent sort of, like, were talking about it, about all the things that we didn't like, and then the next morning I woke up and I became sort of, like, angry about it. I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> this, is, this was so much, it was so disappointing in comparison to what I was expecting. And then, like, days when I was just like, you know what, this was a fucking bad movie. This sucked. <laughs> so, thank you for letting me rant about Jurassic <laughs> World Fallen Kingdom. I needed this. Thank you. Perfect. Ah. Uh. Sorry. The opposite of this. Mm. Tell me. This Mission Impossible. <gasps> have you seen it? Yes, oh I my have. god, I'm so jealous. I haven't seen it yet, but I do yeah, really but, want to. Yeah. Oh really? Do you, do you, do you, do you even like Tom Cruise? I'm not sure if I like Tom Cruise, but I do like him and his emotional investment in the Mission Impossible. 
thing. Ooh, yeah. How very nice of you to. Yeah, I, I know because way. this is like kind of his baby, <laughs> and I feel like it's so cool that he does all his own stunts, and then he's like super like this is his brainchild in a way. Yeah, and he does everything himself, and I know that he broke his ankle during the movie, yeah. and the music. The, this is the best, one of the best soundtracks of all time. The Mission Impossible soundtrack is perfect. The, like the theme song. The theme song. Oh, like in general? Da, 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 oh, yeah, da, yeah. Da, da, yeah. I, I, I re-put it as a da, ringtone da, on my phone. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so cool. So how was it? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was as expected. Yeah. But I've like, heard like this might actually be the best one, which is weird I th- to say yeah, it, about number six it, of the Mission Impossible movies. I, I think it is. See, that's what I mean. That's crazy. <laughs> it is. But um, I think the team, the team like with Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise, the, the way they are um, like an, a well-oiled machine yeah, sure. who really love this. Yeah. It's not like they have to do it. No, this is a labor of love. Or the studio made them mm-hmm. do it because it's a sequel or yeah. a sixth wool. Mm-hmm. wool. <laughs> I don't know. So... Um, they they want to do it. Yeah, exactly. And 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 That's I cool. love the process. Do you know the process of no? making a Mission Impossible movie? It starts with what can we do? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What can we do? That that's like that. What do I want to do? Yeah. Next movie. Yeah. And then they go like, oh, what are cool locations? Mm-hmm. They don't even start writing if they don't know no. the location. It's yeah. like. How cool would it be if we were to drive opposite the traffic on the Arc de Triomphe? Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. And then they start with that and then they write the, the, the story. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> isn't that, it's like completely backwards, but it's so, but it works for this exactly, movie. Exactly, but it works, it works for more, like if something comes from, what do I really want to fucking do? Yeah. That is a, like, what do I really want to fucking do? Yeah. is a great mantra a if great you want to do creative stuff. Oh yeah. You have to start, you can start there because Beyonce, I feel like Beyonce kind of did the same thing when she made 7-Eleven. You, you know th- what yeah. I want to fucking do? I want to dance around with knee protectors and a fucking sweater that says kale. I'll figure out the rest later. <laughs> and she just sort of started doing it. And it's a great song. And it sort yeah, of works. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is the labor of love and the what do I want to yeah. fucking do thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like what the same the same reason why the, 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 the scene in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. With <laughs> Tom one? Cruise. Yeah. Um, is Tom Cruise. The dancing. Said, yeah. He says... I want to have fat hands and I want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> huh? What? Yeah, I want fat hands and I want to dance. That's the thing. That's that's what. And then this this happened. Tropic Thunder is so weird, and I loved it so much when it came out. It was Don't so you love funny. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Do you know how important Tropic Thunder is? No. Why? It's like one of the most important movies for. Um, 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 damn it. What's what's his what's Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Uh, who else is in there? Ben Stiller, uh, ben Stiller, Jack Black. It it rebooted all of that their, is their, true. Their careers. Yeah. and um, there's so many memorable. Uh, you just quotes. went full retard. Went full retard. <laughs> I know the full retard. That's yeah. so it's, that's like yeah. super important. Yeah. thing to yeah. say. Right? Like there's Never a lot of there's retard. a lot of pop culture references that yeah. come from Topic Thunder. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, is so it is cool. really good. Yeah, I love it. But um, yeah, so um, Mission Impossible. I n- I love how 
this dedication and this way of life from Tom Cruise kind of transcends mm -hmm. his weirdness. Yeah, it's true. This is, is this is everybody sort of yeah. accepts his yeah. weirdness now. Yeah, even if you know. Tom Cruise and Mariah Carey, they're like on, on one... They're on a different spectrum. To me, different to me they're, they are like On a whatever. different plane of existence. I don't care what, what weird stuff you do. No. It's like unconditional love. Yeah. It's like, I will love you forever. And they're not doing anything illegal. They're just being weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't care. No, exactly. But a lot of people do. Yeah. But still, um, they can find it in their hearts yes. to like <laughs> leave it and just see how amazing this yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. Nice. <laughs> okay. I have one more rant and I have one thing that I actually really like. Right. Yeah. So one more rant. So it's rant o'clock for the second time. Rant o'clock. Rant o'clock. Um, so there's this new show that dropped on Netflix, which is called Insatiable. Um, so Insatiable is about a girl who was formerly fat, uh, but then a homeless guy punched her in the face, broke her jaw, and she couldn't eat solid food for three months. So then she became skinny. And that's where the show starts. And you sort of try follow her around for like 12 episodes while she tries to get into the beauty pageants. This show that sounds horrible as a premise, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> this show is offensive to literally everyone that has ever existed on the earth. And I have watched all of it. And there were actually redeeming moments for some of them. But it is a bad show. You can watch it. Um, but it is... Um, the, first of all, we're just going to start with the... I'm, I, just, I just need a moment, okay? I need, a, I need to talk about this. So... The actress that plays the formerly fat Patty Bladell is so unbelievable as a former fat person. In the first episode, they just put on like they they gave her some pillows under her shirt and they put on like a chin prosthetic and then that then she was fat. But oh. she didn't like you can tell that she has never been fat because there's this I don't know. You can't she is so unbelievable she just it doesn't work when you see her as a fat person you don't see the the demure and the shy and the sort of like automatically assuming rejection because you're fat thing that some fat people unfortunately have so it's even offensive to talk about it it really is <laughs> this and is such a bad premise it really it is <laughs> and then next when she is no longer fat she is completely unbelievable as a former fat person they sort of try to make her seem as if she um has a lot of like rage from mm -hmm. the fact that when she was fat she was bullied and then people were mean to her and now they are nice because she's skinny um they try to like sort of set it up as sort of like a very angry um that she wants people to pay but it's so one-dimensional and mm -hmm. you don't feel that that's the, really the thing. While a yeah. formerly like a former fat yeah. person has such a depth of complex feelings towards themselves, towards their former selves, towards other people, towards the other people now and then, uh -huh. towards how do I put myself in the world and do I love you now because you asked me out or do I hate you for the fact that you rejected me so harshly when I was fat? None of that. It is as like it is as superficial as a flattened out cup on the table. It's shit. This is a great, a very great example of that the camera can read your mind, right? Yeah. So if it, if you don't actually feel it, yeah, or actually lived it, you can tell. Gonna, it's not gonna. No. 
They Jack. they honestly they could have like there's they should have had someone who was better at acting because Debbie Ryan is a lovely girl but she's she's just not that good at it and or they should have taken someone who was actually who had some experience with this because it's it's flatlining completely and then there's this whole like they're southerners and they they have this really like accent I love the southern accent so that was kind of fun but it's just all over the place and there's a lot of like gay themes that don't really work and it's all really really fast like the episodes are 40 minutes so they're very bloated but at the same time all the stories progress at such a speed that you're like but this would never happen like it's not possible to go from one day to the next to like a huge fight and then to being a couple that's not like you there's no development there's no actual story arc it's sort of like a highway with like a i don't know it, it it's 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 mind-boggling to me that people think this show works there are some oh, so people think it works some people there's a lot of backlash because it's problematic in a lot of ways <laughs> um like they also said that that netflix should take it off line and i don't really like that because i feel like you shouldn't necessarily just boycott everything that you might not not agree with you got to remember at that like freedom of speech and all that exactly. and we need to see bad things too we need to see bad things so we know important. what's good yeah. things yeah yeah so, but the, um, there's also a lot of people that really do see all the problematic stuff. There's a couple of things that I do like. Number one is there's this one girl who plays uh, a girl who figures out she's gay. And she does a really good job at it, surprisingly. So that's one. And two, there's this, uh, there's a couple of different scenes that touch on the topic of closeted gays. Closeted gay men. And um, uh, they, here and there, there is some delicacy. It's not very often and the rest is not really fucking <laughs> subtle. But here and there, there's a subtle moment. Yeah. So why did you check it out? Um, because I was interested to see what the fuss was about. There was fuss about it? Yeah, a lot. But, there, you know, the internet, there's fuss about everything. Um, I was interested to see. And I, I, the, the premise, as you say, is so bad that there's almost no possible way that it could work. And yeah. I wanted to see what did work and what didn't work. Oh, yeah. It's like I a, a research project. Kind of. because I, I kind of want to see it because you should, of that. Like, you should because yeah. it, it, is, how, it is entertaining in the sense that it's like it's cringy and it's, um, it's bad. It really is I like bad. watching bad things. Same. Just because it's very educational. It's so educational. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting for me to see, okay, but what doesn't work about this? Mm -hmm. And what does work? Because I don't feel... Like we, that's another thing actually of the slum flower says, we live in cancer, cancel culture. The moment that something is even remotely considered offensive or inappropriate or a bad joke, um, people, as soon as one person doesn't like it, we say cancel that thing. Mm -hmm. I vehemently disagree with that mindset and with that attitude. I can dislike something and I can feel that it's problematic and bad and I don't need you to cancel it. And if someone said something bad, they should feel bad and they should be checked. Like they should be put in check, but they don't need to not exist. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's why I wanted to watch the show because even if I would say at the end, okay, yeah, they shouldn't make a second season. And I kind of feel that they shouldn't, but if they do, they should make it just a lot better. Um, I wanted to be informed instead of just sort of like echoing what everyone else was saying. I see. Yeah. Speaking of offensive things, I have another offensive thing that I actually really, really like. <laughs> Have you have, have we ever talked about Popstar Never Stop Stopping? No. Okay. It's a movie produced by Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island. Lonely Island is awesome, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
and it's sort of like a parody on justin bieber you andrew you should definitely watch it it is so funny but there's this one song and it's called bin laden i'm going to let you listen to it after we finish with the podcast and i need all of my listeners to listen to it too it is horribly offensive like it is like it is terrible and it made me laugh so much it is so awful and so funny i'm gonna need you to to watch it yeah okay i'm done this was it (laughs) (laughs) thank you for letting me rant guys i appreciate it you're welcome i'm interested now yeah good totally gonna check both of them and you guys if you have opinions about insatiable about the movie jurassic world fallen kingdom or about um uh pop star never stop stopping (laughs) or lonely islands uh uh bin laden song let me know you can always talk to us via our social media accounts twitter and instagram you can also send us an email at info at the selfhelphipster.com and if you use the hashtag hashtag selfhelphipsterpodcast you can also find us there awesome so you know if you want to get in touch and you want to tell us how problematic we are for talking about this stuff (laughs) feel free to do it i'm not really gonna do anything with that probably but you can always try to educate me there you go yay next up my current obsession what are we obsessed with today uh i got some crazy gifts for my birthday when Ooh. i was in Suriname. not in Suriname, but i got it later mm-hmm. i got this awesome belly fanny pack oh i Did saw yeah Bring it over. You know, like fanny packs are like the, all the rage right now. It's like, how is it's, this? It's called happen? Bali, and I think it's so cute. Do you know Bali? No, what yeah. is it? I don't know Bali. Do what? you know, don't know Bali? No, what's Bali? Is it's, it from Bali? No, it's like a, an ancient luxury brand. Like, it's on, <gasps> in the Pese Hostra. It's oh like, my God. Like, so this is like fancy ass shit. It's fancy ass. Yeah. Fancy AF. That yeah. is so nice. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's in, it's really cool. I, cool. I, I love it. It's, it's like nice. Yeah. Leather and everything. Fun. And then I don't know what happened, but I got uh, an off-white camera strap. You know, off-white. You know, it's like fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got Balenciaga slippers. I saw those. Those are awesome. I, I got all you these got cool spoiled. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Good for you. So, so I'm obsessed with all of that. Nice. <laughs> cool. I'm obsessed with clothes too. So that's kind of like a nice tie-in. Yeah. Well, I um, uh, I ordered a bunch of stuff from ASOS because I don't go shopping. I hate shopping. I want people <laughs> to bring me my shit at my door and then occasionally I will return some, but I just want to have zero hassle and all of the clothes. So I ordered a bunch of shit from ASOS uh, because I need to go. Uh, I, have a, I have an interview next week, so I need to be photographed Ooh. and I wanted to have pretty things. So I got... Three Adidas shirts, one I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. I especially like the collar. Do you like? The I collar? love it. Yeah. And there's it's this other one. It's very yes. Yeah. It's very uh, football jersey. The other one that I really really love. And I got a Coca-Cola pajama pajamas, <laughs> and they are so cute, and I love them. Did you get them yourself? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw them. And I was like, I want those. I want those. And I have really cool Adidas socks too. Nice. So I'm all decked out in Adidas. As usual. 
and I'm just gonna, you know, it's just it's just my thing. I'm just gonna go with it. You're like the Adidas brand ambassador. I am, but unfortunately, nobody's paying me to do it, so that's kind of just hang problem. in there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Keep buying. Exactly. One day. One day. One day they're gonna see me and just like, yeah. One day is like the self help hipster is sponsored <laughs> by Adidas. Oh my god, I would die. We just said that. We did. Yeah. Maybe we should reach out. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Adidas. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> chills. I just got chills. Oh uh, yeah. And Adidas, so, yeah. Like, I want to thank Adidas for yeah, sponsoring the I just want to thank Adidas for this, all this cool stuff and sponsoring the podcast. Oh, you know what? I'm also obsessed with uh, the the Secret Life of Jeffrey Star. You uh, need to watch it. You're I, gonna love that. Uh, it's a documentary by Shane Dawson on uh, YouTube. And oh. I know it's not like I know you're not into makeup and you're not really like into Jeffree Star probably. Do you even know who he is? No. Okay. He's this guy who was super famous on MySpace. That's where he started sort of like his music career. Mm-hmm. That didn't really pan out. But then he sort of started a makeup brand and then he became a YouTuber and he's fucking loaded. He makes money that's just insane. But he, he, he shows off a lot of the process and a lot of his house. And he's very uh, controversial because he said like racist stuff like, a hundred years ago so obviously because it's on the internet people are still giving him shit about it i'm just so happy that the internet didn't exist when i was like 12 and said dumb (laughs) stuff um so it's a very interesting documentary to see someone who's who has a very like tough and uh bitchy and and controversial persona on the internet but you can see like a whole different side in his business side and also his soft side so i really enjoyed this documentary i like that yeah you should watch it i feel like you would like it I feel like there's so many people on 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 YouTube right now. There's so many that people. are so huge, mm-hmm. and it's impossible to know. Yeah, no. Everything. I do think it's super cool that Naked Tutorials now has 10 million subscribers. I, yeah, I awesome. love that. that I'm awesome. just like, that's you get it, girl. <laughs> just get it. Yeah. But it's it's impossible to be to know everything. No, and because it's not it's you don't such have to a big obviously. Platform. Yeah. And. Um, you just kind of watch the content like the you things, like. And also the things that I follow, I don't mm-hmm. even have time to watch no, exactly. everything exactly. that I yeah. like. That's why you got to pick. Oh, uh, man, it's so hard. I know. That's what she no. said. Ah. No, okay. No, sorry. <laughs> and on that note, we're going <laughs> to no, no, no. <laughs> no, wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the episode, please leave us a review or subscribe via iTunes or via Podbean. We saw that we have like a thousand subscribers on Podbean, which is so amazing. That is Thank ridiculous. you guys. We hadn't we like we don't really realize that stuff when we're just sitting here talking. <laughs> but it's really, really cool that you're listening to us. Um, if you want to check out my website is called theselfhelpitch.com. If you want to check out Andrew, it's andrewchin.co. If you're Dutch and you wanna buy my book, please pre-order it. I'll put a link down below in the show notes and in the notes on my website. I would really appreciate it. I'm super excited. It's um, it's coming out on October first. But you can pre-order it now, so you will be having it on October 2nd or October 3rd. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.